Welcome to Conversations Live. For more than a decade, we've brought you the best in books, entertainment, celebrity interviews, and current events. When the movers and shakers of the world have something to say to you, they say it to us first. Here's your host, Cyrus Webb. And welcome back, everyone, to Conversations Live. I'm your host, Cyrus Webb. Glad you all could join us once again for a radio audience tuning in at WYAD 94.1 FM and WYADonline.com. We're glad that you all can be with us. Also, tuning in through online affiliates around the world. We're glad you all could join us as well. Well, I'm so excited to welcome back my friend, that being award-winning author, motivational speaker, Dr. Teresa A. Smith. You guys know her as Dr. Taz. want to talk to her about her continuing mission to be able to help you all to realize the important of transformation, but also what it's been like for her to be able to share with you, with you guys how you can be able to make that transformation from the inside out, not only through her books that she talks about her own journey, but also through her cookbook, Transform with Ties as well. If you guys do not have her books, we will remind you guys that you can be able to get it for yourself and stay connected with her. But Dr. Taz, always a pleasure. Glad to have you back home with us. Thank you so much, Faris, for having me. Look, the pleasure is definitely always mine. So, Dr. Taz, so much has, has been going on with you, and, I'm, and I want to say, and I say this all the time, and I'm always excited to say it, I mean, to keep up with you and uh, the way you've been able to embrace your gifts, to share, to teach, to inspire, to motivate, I want to talk about for you. I mean, we're almost now, literally this week, halfway through the second month of 2024. I know. Um, what has that been like for you to see the message resonating? Because you and I had a one-on-one recently, and we talked about, looked at, literally looked at your audience that you are growing. So what has that been like for you to see how the message is actually resonating with your audience? You know, Cyrus, I think it was just a little pep that I needed for my step because, you know, sometimes when we do this work, we don't know if it is resonating with people and, you know, trying to figure out what lane should I be in. And so – during our one-on-one to see that the message is resonating and seeing who my audience is and what they're wanting from me, um, for me it was very validating because I've been trying to figure that out. And to be able to see it with the metrics, I'm like, okay, you're on the right path. So continue that evolution because there are people who are benefiting from what you're doing. So I am humbled. I am excited. But, you know, I'm always going to say this, you know, it's the unknown. I'm a little fearful, too, because, again, it's a great responsibility when you are, when you have a platform that can either improve a person's existence or potentially not. So I take that Mm. uh, always in mind, and I don't take it lightly, you know, it's important. Well, you know, something we don't talk about enough, Taz, uh, because you were recognized for your your strength, for your being authoritative, uh, for your being a go-getter. Those things are undeniable. But I want to ask you about the step before Stronger, because Stronger was the first book. How did you get the strength? to even get there, because I think that's what gets people so stuck. They know they have a story, guys. They know they have a gift, but for whatever reason, they're not connecting the dots to share that gift and to truly walk in that gift. How did you get to the place where you could connect the dots? I think for me, Cyrus, um, my faith 
But also, I will say, many moons ago, I was working um, in gastroenterology as an assistant, and there's a physician that was there at the time, and his specialty was he was a psychiatrist and he was a gastroenterologist. So he looked at how the mind slash emotions impacted the body. And so one of the areas that he was exploring, this is like probably 20 years ago now, guys, longer than that, actually. It was in the early 90s. Uh, he was looking at IBS then, irritable bowel syndrome, amongst other things. And I asked him one day, I said, uh, Dr. Rossman, why is it that some individuals who may have experienced trauma are able to, and the language that I had at the time, I said overcome it, meaning that they weren't stifled or paralyzed. And he said to me one word, it's innate. And I never forgot that because innate meaning it's inborn. So what I'm saying is I think what made the difference for me, I didn't have to have external motivation. I've always had that intrinsic, that internal motivation, and that's what continues to propel me because it doesn't matter what other people think because they may think I'm going down the wrong road. Who knows? I may be going down the wrong road, road, round, going down the wrong road, but what's so important for me is that I am motivating myself because think about it like this, guys. If you've got to rely on person ABC to motivate you, when person ABC is no longer in your corner, what you going to do? You going to give up? Right. You just going to die? You going to roll over and die because that person's no longer in your corner? And perhaps person ABC thought that you would. But you see, when you know who you are and whose you are and why you are here, even if you don't know your exact purpose, you know that you are not a mistake. There's a reason that you're here. And when you at least understand that part, you continue to look inward and then attach yourself to things, reading, uh, lifelong learning, whatever your flavor is, for lack of a better way of saying it, you may be agnostic. Whatever your flavor is, learn from that and then see how you connect what you're dealing with, what you're seeing, what you're wanting to do with the environment that you're creating because we all create an environment. You know, someone said to me earlier today, they need to go back into uh, the bubble. And I was multitasking like the bubble because they were talking about someone's uh, father, but the person is injuring themselves a lot. And so they were referring to, um, you know, Don Travolta years ago, the man in the little, the boy in the bubble or something like that, because he had a disease and he didn't have an immune system. So we all create our own bubble. And so we have to determine whether what we're insulating ourselves with is helping us or hurting us. And if it's not helping you, let it go. And that's a hard thing to do, but the more you're motivated from the inside versus the outside, that becomes easier to do. And that's how I did it. You know, it was just innate for me. Now, even with that being said, it being innate in you, Dr. Taz, could you have imagined the chain reaction that would take place that began with stronger, that then went on from, uh, from bravery to victory? that went on from transformation, that went on from transforming with ties, that went on from transformation to bounce back, could you have imagined that by your taking that step, it would lead to not only several books, but quite honestly, several iterations uh, of your journey and your path and your purpose? No. Uh, I'm going to tell you guys, what do they say you have to do it scared? Uh, no. You know, in order to walk 
a path, sometimes you have to let some things go. And I'm no different from anyone else, and that's the reason I can write about it. We like the familiar because there's comfort in that. And there were things that were very much a part of my DNA because I'd always done it that I had to step back from, several things. And, you know, folks don't understand. They still don't understand it. But I had to be true to me. So even back when we had Stronger, you know, most people probably thought that was it. At the time, I thought that was it. But I knew I hadn't written what I was supposed to write, though, I'll say that. And I still haven't written what I'm supposed to write. I'm closer to writing it now because I see how to do it now. Before, I didn't see it. I understood it, but I didn't see it. And so, you know, I had somebody say, oh, you wrote another book? Well, they were behind. I think when they said that to me, I had written three other books. (laughs) You know, they were behind because it's like, okay, you do something, and then that's it. But I think, Cyrus, with that, the comment that I want to leave with people as it relates to this for me, this is not a gimmick. This is who I am. Yeah. I'm not doing this to get something else. This is who I am. This is who I've always been. So when I tell you I still haven't written what I'm supposed to write, but I'm closer to doing it because I sort of see it now, I haven't done it yet. But I've made steps towards it. And as you say, each iteration, because transformation to transformation to bounce back, I'm closer to it because now I sort of see it. But, you know, again, it's about how do you take where you are and then marry that with your future. That takes time, and it takes understanding that there are going to be ups and downs as you travel that process or travel the road. Yeah. Such a great thing. I'm going to dive more into that, Ty. So I never know what these conversations are going to go with you, but I love it because it's so important for audience. For those who are just tuning in, welcome. You're listening to Conversations Live. Dr. Teresa A. Smith or Dr. Taz is our guest for this segment. We're talking with her about her journey, what it's been like for her to share it, and taking the first step. That's how we kind of led this conversation and where that step has taken her. Now, Taz, I want to ask you a question because you brought up something very interesting, and this is going to be very touchy we're about to talk about because you just said that someone said to you you wrote another book and even Mm -hmm. in them saying that they didn't realize they were books behind Mm -hmm. people will try to put us in a place that's comfortable for them and some people will say because i know i've been told you you do so much you know do you think Mm -hmm. you're doing too much i want to ask ties has Taz ever been made to feel as though she's trying to do too much? All the time, except when it's benefiting them. You know, I did the Jack Nicholson uh, smile from uh, Batman, you know. Uh, but anyway, yeah, because, but you see, that come, what happens is as we mature, guys, we begin to see things a little differently. It doesn't matter if overdoing it as long as it's benefiting whomever. But when you want to get off the uh, hamster wheel, refocus, and if you're going to overdo, do overdo for yourself, that's yeah. when people have a problem. You know, I was um, at the doctor's today, and um, my doctor and I had a, a conversation Um they had experienced something very similar to what I did when I wrote the bounce back. 
and I gave them a copy of it because I always give them a copy of my book. And um, they were away for several months. I was out of work for four months. They were away for several months. And we called up today, and uh, basically we were parallel. We were parallel. And the conversation that we're currently having, both of us realize that you have to take a step back and evaluate what is essential, in other words. And things yeah. that are not essential, even though they're good things, like I always say, they're positive things, but are yeah. they essential at this moment in your life? Maybe at an earlier time they were essential. Maybe 15, 20 years down the road they'll be essential again. But are they essential now? If they are not, divorce yourself from it. Because if you don't cut the ties, you don't know if you'll make it another 15, 10, 15 years. Because some things, no matter how great they are, they are not great for us. But as human beings, we don't like to cut ties. It doesn't mean anything negative. It's just that we're time it's transformation. I'm constantly yeah. transforming. And if I could ever understand what that truly means in every aspect of my life, I would be empowered. Because even I have to struggle, guys, with it. And I'm writing the book. But I write yeah. the book based upon my struggles because I see how challenging it is to stand your stand your ground, I guess is what they say, you know, I'm from the country guys, that's what they say. Stand your ground. It's hard to stand your ground because people make you feel like you're being selfish, you're not being kind, you're not a team player. Well, I can't carry the whole team. Come on now. Yeah. You, you see what I'm saying? So when are you going to be important? You must be important. So um, it, it's a challenge, um, Cyrus. You know, we know that first chapter is change is challenging, but it really is because sometimes right. you have a good footing, and then the next the thing you know, your footing, you, you're sinking in quicksand. What happened? So that, I think for our audience out there, as they kind of think about you, Taz, I mean, you've been able to share different parts of your personality. You've definitely been able to do different things. You've added some new things this year, including a new show with your sister that you've been able to do. What is that show teaching you? Because it is something that is similar in that you're still able to share and pour into others, mm-hmm. but you're able to do it with someone else. What has that show been teaching you about yourself as you've been doing it? Now, this is not what you expected me to say, Cyrus. Guys, we never talk about this beforehand. But I'm going to tell you what it's really teaching me. It's teaching me to be me. Hmm. To be me. Because I am a serious person. I'm type A. I'm a Leo. I'm a very serious person. But I'm not all the time. I'm not like I am like that to my core. But I'm not like that to my core. It's my, you know, it's the the what the zin, the yin and the yang. Yeah. I'm I'm a I'm a you know I can be a little bizarre sometimes, and yeah. this show allows me to show that part of my personality. You know, a friend of mine said to me many moons ago. We were in college, and he said to me. You're so funny. You should take that on the road. I'm like, funny. I should take it on the road. I'm like, I'm not trying to be funny. He said, that's the reason why it's funny. Because you're not trying to be funny, but it's how you say things. And then I was in a meeting last Thursday with my boss and some colleagues, and I was sharing some struggles that I was having. And they were just laughing. We were on Zoom. One person was on the phone. They were just laughing. They, and they were like, oh, we understand exactly what you're talking about. And my boss said, it's just the way you deliver it, though. Because, again, I was sharing it with them, 
And guys realized I was sharing it in a much nicer way than what I shared with my sister offline. Uh, but it still was funny. And so when I say it allows me to be me, I really mean that. You see all the quirks, all the facial expressions, the things that I don't understand. I, when I don't understand on the show, those are things I wouldn't have understood if we were talking, you know, on the phone or whatever in person. So you get to see me, and I think why that is so important, Sus, and I hadn't thought about this, but what's coming to my mind is understanding that the mirror has two faces. And that's the movie that Barbara Streisand and Bo Bridges, no, Jeff Bridges are in. But what I mean by that is it's okay to be a little contrary, meaning that people think you're just this person, but then they see you and it's like, oh, she's this person. We all have facets to our personality, to our humanity. And when you put me in a a peg, if you put me in in a box, rather, when you put me in a box, you don't allow me to transform. Think about what I'm saying. You don't allow me to transform because at some point, as I go from the lava into that butterfly, I must be able to spread my wings. But if you put me in a box, I can never spread my wings. So, you know, am I saying it's a way of control? You think about it. It is a way of control. And we sometimes uh, buy into what people are saying. They expect us to be a certain way. Well, I'm not that way all the time. And I shouldn't have to explain to you that I'm not because you're not what you present to me. 100% 100% of the time either. But yeah. like I said, it allows me to be me, and I think that's a, um, a beautiful thing, Cyrus. And, you know, I just love our conversations because I hadn't thought about it. But, yeah. Well, it, it, you know, it's interesting. It's been interesting for me to watch the replays. I have Bible class mm-hmm. on Tuesday night, so I don't catch it live. But mm-hmm. it's been interesting for me in watching the replays. We're going to let our audience know how they can be able to watch it as well. But what I what I've been thinking about, now, enough. This is me on the outside, Taz, and okay. so I'm, I'm okay. saying this, and you can tell me what's been your conversation with Anjay and, and and having it. It seems as though this show is even connecting you all in a different way. Is that true? Yep. Mm-hmm. And the funny thing, Cyrus, is you know I used to have an after school, a 21st century after school program. And the thing with Anjali is she's 18 years younger than me, so we never grew up in the same house. We got the same parents, but we didn't live together because I'd gone to college, and then my mother had Anjali. And so with my after-school program, we sort of connected. And so we were traveling, going to conferences and things like that, and so we just built, built a relationship. And so what you guys are seeing is the result of us building a relationship. But understand, our relationship is still in the infancy. Because I got that, I've had that program, I got the program about 13 years ago. So we are still in the infancy of our program, I mean, of our, um, our relationship, and, but we have such interesting conversations. And that's the reason why I wanted to do the show, because, one, you see two siblings and how we get along, and we joke, and she fusses at me, I fuss at her, um, I don't see things the way that she sees it, but she educates me. I educate her. Then she gives me ideas of things that I would never have thought of because she's from a different generation. She's living her life totally different from how I am. And I think that's the the quirky, interesting part of it because, like, last week I was, you know, she wanted to talk about the episode about what was happening, and I'm like, you should have had a good start, and then she made me do it. 
Now, I wasn't even prepared to start it, but then I got to do it because we are live. And you mm-hmm. see that, that sibling dynamic, but it was okay, you know, because I knew enough to get through it, but she knew I could get through it. But, again, I want her also to take the lead some. And, you know, she's not ready for that. But I want that because, for me, it's also about um, – it's like modeling. Even though we're doing this together, it's modeling. And I want her to feel confident enough and take the lead because she was never doing anything like this on social media. So um, it's interesting, Cyrus, that you're catching the replay. I can't wait to talk to you offline to see what you think. But, yeah, I, I love it because I get to be me. It's like the cooking. I get to be me. I love right. it. Uh, and guys, let me put this plug in now, Cyrus. Uh, my show is called Real Talk with Todd and Angelia. We're on Tuesdays at 8 p.m. Eastern Time, 7 p.m. Central on Instagram Live. Uh, I'm Dr. Teresa Smith on Instagram Live, and so you can catch us. And you know, we're having people come. We're we're talking, and they're making their comments. And it's really it's entertaining. You know, it's an unfiltered conversation, unforgettable moment uh, on Todd's Tuesday. But we're laughing, and we're learning with the humor. So sometimes I think it's wonderful to be able to merge the two, learning but making it fun. Love that. Love that. And we're going to definitely remind our audience of that for sure. You mentioned the cooking. That's the last thing I want to make sure I talk about because we're talking about, you and I had said we were going to be addressing, and this has flowed just perfectly, about transformation from the inside out. And so the cooking aspect has been something people have been able to see. You've even noticed, Taz, that that's been something people have enjoyed um, being able to see you do. What has that been like for you to know that not only do you, we know you love cooking, but what has it been like for you to see that people love being able to enjoy you cooking? Guys, um, someone messaged me on either Saturday, I think it was Saturday, that they just love uh, watching me cook and the animation that I bring to it. And that warmed my heart because I love cooking. And, again, I get to be me. I'm, I'm unscripted. There's no script. You know, I'm just cooking and I'm in, interacting with the audience, and it just flows. And for me, my hope is that they'll learn, folks will learn that small steps. You know, as you know, my story is not, not a secret. You know, I had, I had Graves' disease, and I wound up having gastric sleeve surgery. And so I'm still learning. I'm still walking this walk of eating properly with within um, with my thing is, let me have something that's good, but I'll change it around and make it a healthy version because it's not a lot of food that I like to eat anyway. So what I like, I like, and I want to have it. So to be able to to change things around and share that with folks and knowing also that other people are like me, I think that's the reason why it's so hard sometimes for people to lose weight is because we still believe that we have to deny ourselves the things that we like. But we don't have to deny. Yes, we know portion control, but we can also change the ingredients that we use and things can still be tasty. So for me to see that folks are really uh, liking uh, what I'm doing, you know, folks still ask me for different recipes that I've done, uh, and also they're, they're enjoying, I'm going to say, the commentary, the animation, you know, that I bring with it. That's very rewarding for me because my hope is that folks are learning something and then their mind will start thinking, well, maybe I can transform this XYZ this way. You know, and then they'll try it and say, oh, that's not bad. Hmm, I'm going to do that. For me to be able to work on 
from a transformation from the physical, the emotional, psychological, you know, doing the whole person is very important and very rewarding for me. Hmm. Well, that's something I know that people will continue to be able to enjoy watching. However, they can also pick up the cookbook, Transform with Ties, uh, Healthy Recipes, that's available on Amazon. Uh, they can be able to get it there, both the paperback as well as the Kindle edition to be able to take along with them for sure. Taz, it's always great being able to catch up with you and to have these conversations with you. And as we talk about, transformation comes in so many different types of ways. And I think for our audience out there that's listening to this, they're able to see that. What is your hope, Taz? Um, you know, this month is recognized as Black History Month. You've been able to craft your own history. So what has that been like for you, and what advice would you like to share with others about creating their own history? Um, yes, yeah, you always give me these interesting questions. I grew up, uh, at one point in time, I was president of the North Carolina NWCP Youth and College uh, Chapters. And so for me, when we talk about black history, our history is so rich. And what I would like for people to take away from our history, first of all, is that we have DNA of scientists, inventors that run through us. But we have to now take the DNA and the abilities that we have and write our history. And as I think I posted on your um, motivation this morning, if it is to be, it's up to me to do it. And so we should be celebrating our black history, our U.S. history, our history, our family, et cetera, et cetera, every day. Because yeah. I think when you do that, you begin to, um, as my grandmother would do, make a quilt. You're making a quilt. And what a wonderful thing to wrap yourself up in on those days or weeks when you feel maybe not at your best whether it's health-wise, whether it's emotion, whatever it is, when you're not at your best, because then when you wrap that quilt around you, and I'm talking about a, uh, a figurative quilt, but it can be a little one too. When you wrap that around you, you know that you can do better. You're just at a low place right now, but you'll rise up because our black history teaches us that our ancestors rose up. We have a black female that's in the uh, White House. So our history is rich, but not just looking at it one month out of the year. Let's live the history each day of the year. Is that a challenge that you wake up to every day? Oh, Cyrus, yes, it is. You know it is. (laughs) (laughs) You know how I am, yes, because we we have a finite amount of time. We do. And so it's always on my mind. I'm going to say this, too, because I, I tell everything. I used to say, and this is true, I used to say when I was a much younger person, if I did not acquire as much as my father, I was not successful. And I'm the person that tells you, you never compare yourself to someone else's barometer. You don't use their barometer to determine whether you are successful. But I saw my father build what he had, and he's a successful man. And so, you know, I don't have brothers, so and I'm the oldest girl, so that's that's what I that was my role model. And I don't compare myself to him, but I am my father's daughter. That's what that's where I'll say that I am my father's daughter. I have not heard him talk and not taken it in. 
I have taken it in. Our paths will be different. He's proud of me now, and I know he'll continue to be proud of me because I am my father's daughter, and I learned the lesson. And I, I'm a little bit slower because I am a female, guys. Don't hit me. Don't don't hate me for that. But let's be real. I am a female. He's a male. Yeah. So, uh, but I haven't forgotten the lessons he taught me. So yes, I wake up every morning, size thinking, okay, what you gonna get done? What's gonna be the most important thing? And guys, this is true too. What I'm not gonna get done? I can't do everything every day for everybody, and not even for myself. I have to give it a break. Got to. Yeah. Such an important thing and such an important conversation, Taz. Again, everyone, Dr. Teresa A. Smith, Dr. Taz has been our guest. She's the author of several books, uh, Transformation, Transformation the Bounce Back, Stronger, From Bravery to Victory, as well as her cookbook, Transform with Taz, Healthy Recipes. But she's also the host of programs you can watch on social media. So, Taz, how can our audience best stay connected with you? The best way to stay connected to me is to go to Instagram and follow me at Dr. Teresa, excuse me, Smith. And on my profile, you'll see my link tree, and it will give you all of my social media um, information, book information, and you can definitely keep up with me there. All right, Todd. It's always a pleasure. Uh, you always make it fun and exciting, and I, I appreciate that. And looking forward to our next chat together. Thank you so much, Sarge, for having me, and I look forward to our next chat also. Hey, we thank your audience for tuning in to another great segment of Conversations Live. Until next time, I'm your host, Cyrus Webb, saying, as always, enjoy your day, enjoy your life, enjoy your world. Thank you all for choosing Conversations Live. Let's go make today amazing. Take care. <music>